0: Alzheimer's. What they forget to tell you. Episode forty-three. Today we have Sharon, who's going to talk about her experiences, and I haven't spoken to her, so it's <laughs> going to be a surprise for me too.
1: Hi. Uh, this is very strange talking to a computer. Um, anybody online? Anybody there? Will it come up at the bottom? Yeah,
0: yeah, typically does, but I think it's because it's the author page, oh, okay. so
1: it's not. All right, perfect. Um, well, my story begins um, with my mother-in-law. Actually, um, there's something very unique about her in that um, she's deaf, so it's another layer on top of uh, the dementia. <coughs> um, I probably sort of figured it out, and the signs were telling when she uh, started l- putting a lock on every single room in her house. Okay. On every door.
0: Like by herself.
1: M- uh no, she asked friends to come in and okay. start putting locks on her master bedroom, her bathroom, her office. Because were people office. stealing stuff? People were stealing stuff. Right. Yes, and she started saying that. Um, people were moving her mail, even though she lives alone. Okay. So um, she started um, those sort of signs. So um, before we used to visit her every once in a while, or she used to come up um, maybe once a month, once every two months, um, when that started happening, the, um, oh, who's that? I don't know. Probably people we do not know. Who knows? Know. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, uh, so she started uh, putting the locks on all the doors. And I asked her, I said, why are you putting the locks on all the doors? And she said, well, people are coming in and moving her mail and um, stealing things from her. <clears throat> I said, okay, you know, that's, that's fine. Just let me know where the keys are, just in case an emergency or whatever. Um, and then when, uh, probably about six months after she put locks on all of her doors, um, we picked her up for Christmas. And um, she was frantic. She was frantically searching in the fridge for stuff. And I am saying, what are you looking for? I'm signing to her because I know I'm fluent in sign language. Mm -hmm. And she goes, my meat. My meat is gone from the fridge. And I said, well, um, did you put it in the freezer? Did you put it somewhere else? She goes, no, it was right here. And then all of a sudden she had a light bulb moment. It was like, I know. My friend stole it. The meat. Okay. The meat in the fridge that she was <laughs> going to bring over to my house for Christmas. Um, her friend came in and stole it. So I tried. I said to her, well, I said, um, you know, she identified the friend. And um, I said, well, does she have keys to your apartment? No. But I know she stole it. Okay. So the whole logical part wasn't there, right? And
0: everyone's stealing, taking.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah stealing and taking things. um, from, from her or moving things in her apartment. Um, so then I, that was a real big light bulb moment for me. My husband, (coughs) uh, was, Oh, you know, she, she's always telling stories about this or that, or she's just joking with you, whatever. And I said to Peter, I said, no, really, she really believed that somebody came in and stole her meat. Like Mm -hmm. this is an indication of things to come because I recognized it. Right. So, um, we just left it for a while. (laughs) And other things started happening. She said to me that um, someone had come in and drank all of her alcohol. Okay. Right? And my, again, my husband said, well, you know, she probably drank it herself. She forgot. Whatever. (laughs) Right? I said, no, I don't think so. Um, Because she never really carried um, alcohol in her house. Right. (laughs) So... Um, or she would only uh, have alcohol there just for her friends and stuff. So, um, yeah, so weird things started happening. Um, so, again, I was saying that she, there's another layer on top of this is that she's deaf, right? So, I started looking for services. <coughs> At that time, it was only a suspicion. It was a suspicion that she may be going through some things, um, Alzheimer's, dementia, whatever. Um, but we'd not mentioned it to her doctor. Yet, um, she had a couple of strokes as well. In between there, she's had three strokes. Wow. Um, she lost her husband. Uh, my hus uh, my husband's father passed away, in two thousand and seven. So that was eleven years ago. So we thought maybe it was stress. She was forgetting things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sort of saw the signs. So. The last stroke she had was probably about two years ago. Um, She actually didn't have a stroke; they thought it was a stroke, but um, she had uh, low iron, okay, um, nutrition deficiency,
0: so anemia, yeah, Yeah.
1: okay, Um, because she's not eating properly because she lives alone, and um, she and I actually, um, as I started to visit her more often, I started to get. More stories from her as to why she was only using her oven as storage, um, okay. <laughs> because she was forgetting stuff in the oven. She was burning things. Um, she uh, would forget the oven was hot, and she would burn herself on her hands and her fingers and stuff. And her yeah, yeah, she would forget to put the oven mitt on. <clears throat> so she wasn't really eating. Um, she wasn't really eating a lot um, of good food. Right. She'd have sandwiches and cream cheese and like, really gross stuff. So she had um, anemia. Anyway, so that put her in the hospital. Um, and then she started. and The last time she was in the hospital was two years ago. What I told my husband is I want to be more involved in her uh, doctor care, her health care. So I said to him, you know, we need to go to the doctors with her every appointment mm-hmm. just to find out what's going on medically and her um, her pills and all that stuff. So um, I started doing that two years ago, so now I've, um, I visit her every two weeks to drop off her medication and sometimes more, right. depending on what her needs are at the time. <clears throat> sometimes I go every week, sometimes I go every other week, it just depends on my schedule as well. Um, but since then, there has been more and more and more signs. I came into her apartment one time and she goes, um, she was, she opened her freezer and she goes, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And I went, for what? And she goes, you cleaned my freezer. You cleaned my, and she opened her fridge and she said, and you cleaned out my fridge. Thank you so much. It looks so nice. And I said, um, I didn't clean out your fridge or freezer. Yeah. Um, and she goes, oh, you're, you're teasing me, right? Somebody came in. You, you, thank you so much for doing that. And my my cupboards, it looked like you wiped down my cupboards and everything. And it's like, well, you're welcome, but I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I said, yeah. do you remember? Anyway, so. Um, there was little th- signs like that. Another time I came in and she she was. So the stories were more frequent in right. nature. Right. Um, of things being moved. um Friends coming in and stealing more stuff. Right. Um, hangers appearing into the in the closets where there was no wire hangers before. Um, she's so just
0: not remembering.
1: No. Right. No, she's not remembering because in my spare in my bedroom when I go over and, and visit her, um, that's where all of her spare clothes are. Right. You know, and <clears throat> she told me bef- she told me on Skype that she was cleaning out her apartment, cleaning out her her, um, her, yeah, just clean out her apartment and stuff. And so when I went in, she goes, all these wire hangers are here. And I said, well, you told me that you cleaned out some clothes. And she goes, no, someone came in and put wire hangers in here. And she goes, I was cleaning, but I've got more hangers in here than, than I had before. Um, and I bet it was that friend, it was that friend, um, that came, anyway, so that friend came and put more wire hangers in her closet when she wasn't home. Right. So it was, uh, yeah, so the stories got more frequent. So this takes me up to probably around four months ago, four or five months ago, one of her doctor's visits. Because of the stories were getting more frequent, I wanted her doctor to be more aware of it. So I asked, while we were in the doctor's office, I said, can you tell us some stories about the wire hangers to the doctor? So I was interpreting what she was saying, and then I said, and, and what about people coming into your apartment moving things? Um, what was the last story that you had? And she was telling her doctor all of this, and then her doctor went, oh. And I went,
0: yeah. <laughs> but you were saying that um, he... Pers- he'd- didn't give her medication, or you no. thought it was something else at first.
1: Yeah, well, at that time, the doctor um, said, "You know what? Let me refer you to a service." Okay. Um, and that service it will actually come into the home, and it's a nurse. It's a wraparound service. Am I allowed to say it online? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's um, I I think it was a Trillium Trillium Health Center okay mental health team. And they also deal with dementia, apparently. Dementia, Alzheimer's, that right. sort of thing. So um, she said, let me refer you to them first, because they will work in tandem with me, the doctor, to sort of... I didn't of even
0: know they had that. No. That,
1: the yeah. Well, they don't have that here. Not in Brampton, probably. She lives in Etobicoke. Yeah, it must be different. We yeah. don't have a wraparound service. No, no. That's too bad, yeah. <laughs> because... It's, it's really it's very difficult seeing that and then you know and talking with my husband and saying you, like you're not understanding this is going to get worse and it's it could get very it's progressive and you don't know how
0: much time you have in between yeah
1: yeah yeah some weeks she's perfect some weeks she's not or you even know. in a day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so yeah, so we got this service into our home. So the nurse came in and we had the first appointment. and then I think I've had about four appointments after that <clears throat> with the nurse being there. There was uh, probably a couple months into the service, um, my mother-in-law and my husband and myself went to the bank. She had some stuff, some stuff to do with the Polish bank. So the Polish bank sent her some papers um, asking for different things, but it was all in Polish, si- Polish language and we don't understand. She doesn't understand either um, because she's deaf, right? She didn't really know the terminology or whatever. So I was at the bank with her, with my husband and um, on other matters. And um, I said, oh, I th- because the person at the bank spoke Polish, right, mm-hmm. we recognize the last name and." My husband says, "Do you speak Polish?" And they started speaking Polish to one another, and and um, and uh, I said, "Oh, I said, remember that paperwork um, that that was in your purse? Show it to her, and sh- she can let you know, interpret what it is." So she did whatever, and then my um, I thought it was a miscommunication. I don't know. My mother-in-law got very, very upset, very, very upset. And I was asking her the question um, because she was telling me, um, she was telling me in sign language Mm -hmm. that she sent the paper. Okay. So the sign in sign language is I sent the paper. Sign language is very directional. Okay. Um, And the person you're communicating with needs to know who did you send the paper to? Right. Right. You sent it. Okay, to who? To who, mm-hmm. right? And I asked, and she goes, she just kept repeating herself. I sent the paper. I said, okay. So and then I tried to re-explain. Okay, so you had the paper in your hand, and then persons are like, mm-hmm. who did you send it to? Who, right? And she just repeated herself. And as I was trying to explain to my mother-in-law, she just got more upset.
0: Okay, this is like twofold now. So you're dealing with dementia and sign language. Yes. It's like a language deficiency or whatever, yep. right? And so who's gonna be
1: able to deal with that? Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Okay>. Um me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Okay. There is and then when
0: she forgets how to sign, because right, it's progressive. So, what happens then? <coughs> Frustration. Frustration. Confusion.
1: Yeah. because like, now that's her Anger, only. Anger. Yeah. Anxiety. Yeah. Depression. Yeah. Depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 very um, it's very difficult when you've got that other layer on top of it.
0: Well, I would assume. Like same thing as a language barrier because if you know the person that's caring for you does not have that language right because let's be honest a lot of people even who let's just say their parents speak two languages yeah you might not nece- as a child you might not have necessarily learned that language right so then if because i've heard um with some dementia patients they will just speak in their mother tongue. Right. They forget English altogether. Right. So there's still a
1: a barrier. Mm-hmm. Because my mother-in-law's first language is Polish sign language. So the Polish sign language is much different than ASL, which is the American sign language. American sign language I understand. Polish sign language not so much. If she was to, I, I I know a little bit, but not. So then you have to get a specific. Back. Yes. Do they have that? They not, no, they okay. don't. <laughs> no, they don't. We would have to fly someone over from or Poland. Skype.
0: You'd have to Skype <laughs> Or Skype it somebody.
1: in Poland, maybe an interpreter in Poland. Um, uh, or, or someone who knows Polish Sign Language. There's very few people around the GTA, few interpreters that know Polish Sign Language. I would think so. Yeah, that's like very specific. Yeah, I have noticed her language. She's dropping her pronouns. Um, so that whole directional thing, she's, you know, I've noticed that for a while that she's dropping her pronouns. Is she on medication now? She isn't, and (laughs) um, the reason for that is the rip around service came in, and uh, after the bank, my mom had a, uh, my mother in law had a a bit of an incident. She uh, freaked out. Um when we got outside of the bank, and then she freaked out when we got into, um, <coughs> in, uh, pulled into a condo. She was very upset. I've never seen her that upset before. Part of that was my fault, because I was frustrated as well, um, but she turned around, and she says, you're a lousy communicator. I was helping her but with the bags. But she knew that, she knew how to say that. Yeah, she knew how to say that. (laughs) Yeah. Not who she sent the paper to. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But it was funny. It was weird because, so she said that, she turned around, I was, I had her bags all, like, she had stayed at my house for a couple weeks, so I had all her bags on me and stuff, and uh, then she turned around and says, you're a lousy communicator, and I'm like going, and I dropped her bags, and I went, what? And she goes, you're a lousy communicator. And like yelling at me in sign language, and I. How said, do you yell in sign language? Your signs are just much bigger. Really. And usually, yeah, your signs are very, very much bigger and more aggressive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so instead of lousy, yeah. she went lousy. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of a difference. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, like communication like it faltered because it like it drops yeah she was yeah so I dropped her bag okay so <laughs> all right how are you
0: coping because now you're doing like you're you're interpreting you're kind of dealing with the disease you don't know what you're gonna get and you're working and yes. you have a family so how are
1: you managing and the wrap well and the wraparound service dropped their service because we weren't complying to medication the medication they wanted to put her on was Seroquel. Okay. Like a tranquilizer? Yeah. Okay. And I said no. Because she has vascular dementia which was caused by her strokes. Do they know that though? They know that. Okay, now they know that. They are the one that told me. So two years ago when she was in the hospital she had an MRI. The hospital didn't tell me. But the good news is Vascular dementia, I think, is probably one of the only ones that
0: you could—it's not fatal. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. You could actually get be cured from that. Really? Yeah. I think it's one of the only because it's stroke related, something mm. to do with like um, that's the difference. Alzheimer's, no. Mm. Like, there's no cure for yeah. Alzheimer's. Like, it's one of them. I think
1: that you could possibly—it might not get worse. Mm. The nurse told me it it could get progressively worse. It could, and I have seen it getting progressively worse. Well, she's not
0: on any medication. No,
1: she was not. They're not treating. Yeah, they're not treating it. No, no. They told me that there was no medication for vascular dementia. Now I haven't done the research. Uh, I'm not sure if that's true. Yeah, I'll have to check into that. I don't think I don't think that's true. Yeah. So how am I coping? Yeah, how are you coping? Because yeah. Well, I also have an 81-year-old mom. Okay. Um, who has had a lot of, uh, who needs a lot of help right now. And I'm helping her sort out her house. And she's four and a half hours away. So I have mother-in-law <laughs> that I've got. And I've got a 21-year-old son mm-hmm. as well. So how am I coping? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm coping... Sleeping pills. Uh, yeah, I've been there. Um,
0: i And how about work? Is it? How are you balancing?
1: I'm just. I, <laughs> 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 That's a loaded question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm managing now. Okay. Now I'm managing. But I'm barely managing. So, okay, with the, n- the wraparound service now n- no longer. No longer. Because so, how I is I s- that going to affect, obviously,
0: <coughs> big time?
1: Yes. That means I will need to be the primary gear- caregiver for her. Um, and yeah. she's still in her own home. She's still in her own home. She's still functioning on her own. She refuses to look at um, retirement homes. But for how long? I know. Yes. And Uh, she's not going to be able to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. We now have power of attorney over finances and personal care. So we've set that in motion. Which, again, um, for anyone watching, it's
0: probably, I always say this, uh, it's probably one of the first things that you should do once there's a diagnosis. Yes. Is get your financial affairs and decision making in order. Because it could go really quick.
1: Yeah, and that's what we found too. As soon as, as soon as I got the diagnosis from the nurse, not the hospital, the nurse from the wraparound yeah. service, because she got the files from the hospital, and she was reading them to me, and she goes, "Oh, oh, sh- yes, yeah, sh- she's been diagnosed with dementia two years ago." I'm going, "What? Two years ago? Two years ago, with, from the hospital, but the hospital failed to tell me that." Um. So as soon as we heard that, as soon as I heard that, I said to my husband, okay, we have to get her affairs in order. Um, because what happens too, what I found out is that if the if a lawyer, so if you're trying to get title on a house or if you're doing any wills or anything, the lawyer will actually, there's very few lawyers that will touch um, wills or um, banks that will, yeah, it's a red have flag. you yeah. put uh, your like son or daughter's name on a on an account if they know that they have dementia because it's right? competence? Yes, right? it's competence. So. Yeah, so you have to do that before. Yeah, before that,
0: before before.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I've had some uh, dealings with that, um, you know. So, but we've been it's been very supportive. So, yeah. How am I coping? I'm. I'm really trying to. I'm really okay. trying to find the time. I'm going to the dentist. I went to the dentist yesterday. I absolutely hate the dentist. Okay. I absolutely. I don't hate the think dentist. anyone likes the dentist. No, I don't think so either. They get a bad rap. But you know what? I was thinking to myself. Oh my God. I have one hour, just to just lie here. That's bad. <laughs> okay, that's bad. And then and then after my appointment, I went. Yeah, exactly that. It's like okay, that's bad. I need, Yeah, you know, I take vacation time. So that's sucked up.
0: Of course.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's um, not a vacation. No. And you'll
0: never be, sorry to say, You're. it's going to be very difficult for you to go on vacation without thinking about that. Yes. Yeah. That's always going to be in your mind. Yeah. 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 So if you had to t- choose the top three things that you need now, or that you would, have liked to be in place once that diagnosis came. What
1: would you say for my for you? Oh, no. for me. Yeah. What that would things? assist you,
0: even if it is something for your mother-in-law. But I mean. Oh, that would it would you? assist yeah. me.
1: Um, I would like caregiver days. Um, and to be paid for those. Correct, because
0: it's a job. Yeah. Right.
1: From my employer or from. A government subsidized ministry program, perhaps, Ministry yeah. of Health program, that would help me greatly so I don't have to suck up all my vacation days and stuff. And and also, I don't have to um, tell her that, oh, you can't go to the doctor this week because I can't get time off, right? So it's a two-fold thing. Or having doctors come to the house. Right, yeah. But she doesn't have that service. Her doctor is in, in an office, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> she also needs an interpreter with her. She also trusts only me to interpret especially medical stuff. So recently she's hurt her back or her back is hurting her. I find it. And I've had to tell her, I can't go to the doctor last week. I can't go to the doctor this week. So you're going to have to wait until next
0: People don't understand the supplementary hours. Like, you know, um, there's even <sighs> if I I don't know because my mom's never been in a home, but there's if she was, I would still be the only point of contact. Mm-hmm. So I would still be sacrificing time. And I know it's my mom, so of course it's not yeah. like a sacrifice. But you understand, yeah. Like, and people just don't see it like that. There, are, it's there's 24 hours in a day, yeah. and it's a team of people to look after your loved one. Yes. It's not just a nurse. Yes. A nurse isn't going to completely care for your loved
1: one. And They're doing their job. And that's the second thing that I would like yeah. is that would be helpful for me mm-hmm. is to have a team. Right. A team. A team of people. A, 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 te- a knowledgeable team of people. Right? That will listen also to the family's because i felt that when um when that service dropped me i just like what just because i won't put her on circle cuz i'm afraid her to have another stroke you're dropping me however i must say that the service did say you know what if your mother-in-law gets you know if you're seeing more signs and more signs and more signs and um then call us back right away and we'll put her on right away um, so that okay, was good. But then, okay, that's great, mm-hmm. even though not great.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, there's nothing like, it's not universal. Like, we have we have OHIP, which is the Ontario Health Plan, but it's not universally applied. Mm-hmm. So, like, Etobicoke gets that. Right. Brampton doesn't get that. Yeah. You know, Mississauga might get something different. Halton might get something different. Like, yeah. it's, I don't understand, even the Alzheimer's societies function like that. They don't function in unison. They function in silos. So wow. it's yeah, it's not it's not an apply like I can't go to P, like Toronto like I always have rave reviews about the Alzheimer's Society of Toronto, mm-hmm. but I assume it's because there's more funding, more funding, and more people, the yeah. population. Yeah. But I mean, you can get a lot of things that you cannot get in Peel, mm-hmm. and it's not you. It should be universal. Well, yeah, wherever you go, it yeah. should be the same. I should have the same access. I shouldn't be ge- geographically um, challenged. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, yeah. Ge- I'm marginalized. Geographically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I live in Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. So it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, and uh, there's so much work we sa- like. I do research all the time about caregivers. We save billions of dollars to the health system, and then we don't we we don't get it back. Right. It's just.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So you said three things. Uh, yeah, one would be. So you, know, you want a team? I want a knowledgeable team. Th- right. And the second one is oh, yeah, the caregiver days the that you get paid for. Caregiver days that which I is get paid yep. for. And hmm, maybe specifically to my mother in law, mm-hmm. I would like services specifically to um, certain disabilities. So it doesn't only have to be deaf, but maybe blind, maybe um, persons yeah. with different types of disabilities, um, the um, the aged, um, the the senior population,
0: yeah.
1: where where there are partners, or uh, couples, partners, couples or partners, um, where one, their loved one, is um, is going through Alzheimer's and dementia, and more support for that. Because I do have friends. Um, I guess I'm part of that generation where there's a sandwich generation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We are the sandwich generation. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, I have a lot of friends that they're parents, and one of them is suffering from Alzheimer's. But both of them still live in their home. I have a friend like
0: that, too. And her father's health is suffering because yeah. of it. Because there's no support for him. Yeah. And that the... the um. Issue is that because he's there, he should just take care of her, mm-hmm. even though he's not equipped. Yeah. Yeah. And so he gets less respite hours just because of that. Yes. And they want to farm people into like these day programs, yeah. even if it's not conducive for that person. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like they're not. They don't take account of early onset um, individuals, such as my mom too. Like when she went to the day program. She was fifty-seven, and wow. there were people there that are like eighty. Like yeah. it's not fair.
1: No, right? No, so so there may might need to be different levels, levels of like daycare. Why and is age? it?
0: Why isn't it? Why don't they?
1: <laughs> why don't they do? It's reverse aging, so yeah. just
0: do it. Do it like they do at daycare. Yeah, there's you don't put older kids with younger kids. Yeah, so what? It's just common sense. Yeah, early, late, or moderate then severe yeah but the worst part of it is so if you ever really had to look into these respite programs it's like if you display alzheimer's symptoms you can't come so like if you're aggressive like there's oh, all right yeah So that then <laughs> <laughs> and what are we doing here yeah it's like just a it's just a program right it's an adult program right yeah i don't know that so on my list it would be that if you're gonna have um where at least a person can go, because you get trapped in your house.
1: Yes. And it's because, very isolating. Yeah, it's
0: isolating. You become depressed. You don't want to bring them out, because it's a feat. It used to yes. be a feat for me taking my mom in a car. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to plan way yes. in advance. Like, it's like a project.
1: That's what, <laughs> that's what a friend of mine said to me. Like, it's, she was taking her uh, her mom to the hairdresser, oh, and she has, um, she has Alzheimer's, and she said, you know, I have to... Yeah, I'm going. I'm going out with my mom tomorrow. You have to have, like a three-hour. her for span. the haircut. Yeah, yeah because she said have to, I have to plan and, everything. Yeah,
0: because you never know. She might not want to get in the car. She might yeah. want to get out of the car. She might, you know, have a depth perception thing where she's, you know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. She could have an accident. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember those days. Huh. Yeah, the depth perception. Yeah, like they have, um, stepping down mm-hmm. and up. They have a problem with stairs like oh. that because they can't, it, something happens where it, it's, they're underestimating or overestimating, oh, okay. so they get scared, stepping, mm. oh, like, really? so getting into the car was yeah. hard because oh. to, like, because our brain is telling us, yeah, it's right there, but their brain isn't telling them
1: that. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So they
0: get stiff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which again would be another compl- uh, complicated thing for a person who is deaf. Because already their balance is off because their inner ear, um, so their inner ear worse. drum is is off. Um, so my mother-in-law is always like wobbled down the yeah. hallway because it'll her be balance worse. is off. Yeah. Anyway, because she's deaf, right? Oh,
0: thanks. Yeah, it'll be worse. Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow, well, that's nice.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> So like getting them to step, like it could take a long time and just could be a a little stuff, but it could take a long time for them to like you to coax them. Right. Like just put your leg up or sometimes you, I'd have to put her leg up and then kind of
1: like push her.
0: Yeah. And then. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. (laughs) Like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yes, I think we have a, a long way to go and, um. I think I have a long way to go. My husband is now saying, um, which blesses blesses heart, right? He's he's saying, well, maybe, maybe we should have her move in with us. Well, <laughs> and I It'll said, make it. I said, sure. I said, who's gonna quit their quit their job? You or me? It would have to be you. It would have to be because me because he I think. can't
0: communicate with her. Oh yeah, he
1: can. He's fluent in sign language oh, as okay. well, right? But. And you looked at me, and goes. But you're, yeah. No, you, no, you wouldn't. Quit. You wouldn't have to quit your job. I said, okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> or
0: you'd have to hire somebody.
1: Yeah. And then
0: how? Because of the language. Yes. The sign language. Yes. So no, you couldn't no. see. This is my whole point of like, but people don't understand. Like you financially have to make these decisions, and
1: you don't get compensated for it. No.
0: Yeah. No. So. Yeah. A lot of work to do.
1: So I think, unfortunately, I think what what we might have to do, and I, you know, I try to encourage my mother in law to to still, I'm still trying to talk her into, you know, a year later, please come and visit some retirement homes with me, right? But there's a waiting list. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if she would be able to afford private. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, because yeah, private is. Yeah, unfortunately, I think what will happen with her is that she, her her dementia, I've seen it progress little by little. Eventually she will come to a point where she won't have a choice and it will be us putting her somewhere, which is very sad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people go through that where mm-hmm. they just can't, it's not feasible Yeah. to bring that person at home. And again, it's always... Do Like, I always say, my mom, I don't know whether it's a blessing or, or a curse, but she only has Alzheimer's. Like, she doesn't have any other health concerns. Mm-hmm. She didn't yeah. have a stroke, or she right. Didn't, right? And so, which is probably why 18 years and counting, she's still here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, um, when there's other things, like yeah. strokes and other, I High think, blood yeah, like I just, it's not feasible to have that person at home, I yeah. don't think, personally. Yeah. And it's, it would be, it would be um, prohibitive, the cost, because you would have to hire, like, a nurse. Because yeah. it couldn't just be a caregiver. Yeah, that like. knows Polish yeah. language. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Right. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah. these are things, and it's unfortunate
1: decisions like that have to be made.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and, the, and the, the sad thing about it is that our population is aging at such a rapid rate um, a lot of people are retiring, and there's a huge amount. Of, I remember when I was younger and just starting in this field and uh, human services field, and, and you know they were talking about then. Well, you know, in 20, 30 years time, we're gonna have a huge aging population, yeah. and then there's gonna be a lack of skilled skilled. Over, um, what did they say in twenty thirty? That fifty
0: percent of the population is gonna be over fifty. That's just, and people don't understand. No, the 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 ramifications. They don't understand how that what that means. Yeah. As a society. Yeah.
1: Because if you're not proactive with your services and your funding and your supports and your community supports, it's like it's like building houses without having any social structure.
0: Or like
1: community, right? Um.
0: They even say dementia, like. By 2050, 135 million people worldwide will have dementia. Wow. So it's like one in three. Wh- wow. Right. So y- it's going to affect you. Cr- yeah. It's going to affect you. And yeah. people are just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, but it, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like it's happening now.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But we'll do what we can.
1: Yeah. I don't know what time it is. It's late. Have I been talking for an hour? No, only
0: 38 minutes, but that's good. (laughs) Yeah. We have to get you on because I'm sure there's more to come. (laughs) But we're going to sign off now. Thanks for watching. I'm going to put this on my wall, and Sharon will put it on her wall too. Mm -hmm. And the usual suspects. Um, And stay tuned next week. uh, I think Kalina might come on because her grandmother passed and she might be ready to talk about it. It's so
1: sad. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.